for delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast-fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Brothers Just Searching, where we talk about God's word and current world events to educate and to edify the believers of Jesus Christ. I'm Isaac Hayes, along with Aubrey Box, Bowen Roban, and Anthony Hayes. Guys, what is going on? How's everything today? Well, it wasn't too bad today at work. It was, was it? Yeah, it was a pretty easy day. It went pretty good. Yeah. Aubrey, can, did you have an easy day at work? Work is work. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but yeah, it was pretty I, I, had easy. A, I had a real good day at work today. I slept all day long until it was time to come here. Oh, I see. So you sleep. So all I day. really worked hard, man. You know, my eyelids being closed. Oh, yeah. I did. And counting all the cracks and <laughs> counting count the brains that were missing. Yeah. Well, they ain't much left to count. count. <laughs> they ain't nothing left to count. I burned them all. <laughs> that brain, you, you, them you, poor you, brain cells. You, you see, like you said, mush bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, back then you were smoking all that weed before you got saved. Oh, I smoked more than just weed. Yeah, buddy. yeah, that, that's I what happened. I smoked a whole lot more than just weed. I like, yeah, I like how these two really take in, confess down. your false one to another to edify I, the body. I smoked more than just weed. I smoked crack. I smoked pot. I smoked everything. Isn't that all the <laughs> I was, even, I was even smoking water at one time. That's not what they and mean by being vulnerable. And I was lighting it up, man. I was catching the high off of the oxygen. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> see him. Hey, you know, you know some breathing exercises might do the same thing. Yeah, that would, but the water worked a whole lot better. And quicker. <laughs> Boy, they must have something else in that water. Uh, it's like when you eat the brownies that you didn't know had something else. Well, yeah, you know. I, I, hey, hey, to be honest with you, man, you know what I did? I took some weed and I made me some brownies. I made them. I cooked them in brown. I'm not lying. I swear to God. I, I swear. I, Lord forgive me for saying that. But anyhow. Then why are you saying it? I did <laughs> ghost story. But anyhow, I cooked some brownies with weed in it. And oh. what I did, I brought it to work. And I offered people some brownies. Oh, Every, I bet they like everybody them. got high. <laughs> oh, you're ready to go to work. Oh. <laughs> that was, don't that was don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah, please don't try this at home. Yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> and please don't try this at Eden's Cakes. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Man, everybody's chaps up like, everybody's happy. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, this is not normal. This ain't let's, normal. Let's clarify. It's not normal because my brain squished. It looks like marriage bananas. Bowen, before we continue, let's confirm. That was before you were saved, right? That was way before I was saved, buddy. Okay, because, that was way before. Because if it wasn't, we might have to turn off these cameras and have a conversation. <laughs> we're going to have a long talk. Hey, no, no. This was way before I was saved. I was, uh, living, I was, in, I, I was living in New York when I did this. Man. That figures. Yeah. That, that. Yeah. Explain yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you see, that's why they all liberal and crazy like it was. But a boy, well, there, I wasn't liberal or crazy. I was just nuts. Yeah, you messed them up. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up New York. That's what I, I messed up all in New York. <laughs> well, now we know where AOC got her craziness from. Yeah, you know, yep. she probably ran into Bowen when she was a baby. She looked at Bowen and did, uh oh, and she thought about liberalism. Oh, when life. she yeah. saw me, she ran. But <laughs> I tell you what, she looked like Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right. So everybody, if you have not yet, please go hit the subscribe button or the follow button on Apple, Google, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, we have also huh? back to the podcast. Yeah, let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> not talking about weed, <laughs> but uh, Aubrey, Aubrey looks like he's like, oh lord, what I got myself into tonight. The first one was better, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um. Anyway, like I said, go hit the subscribe button, follow button on Apple, Google, Spotify, and YouTube. Hit the bell. Also, suggestions out to everybody. And also, you get every reminder of 
just not the podcast, but our newly devotions that are happening every week, which uh, we're getting some good response from them. They're not, they're not getting, they're not jumping off the rails, but it, it's you know, hey, it's pretty another, decent. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting us more watch times and whatnot. Hope it gets us more subscribers. And um, that that's all we have going on right now. You can find us on brotherjustsearchingpodcast.wordpress.com. You can also find our merchandise on bgsmediastore.com. What are you doing? Lily, you got a toothache. Just got a devotional for, for when I share. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I like, that's I like what me. it looks like when you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> He finally got it right. Hey, I'm glad you guys are devotional. You see, he was frozen. The thing is, I didn't tell you what the devotional was about. No, but it'll probably scare you if I tell you. You'll probably say, why you want to share that on devotional? I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to... I'll, uh, I'll let you uh, marinate on that. Maybe uh, sleep It's going to be it. more than marinate, buddy. He's going to be cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, when he was he was thinking, you see, he was trying to catch up with his brain. <laughs> there was a little lag there. The thought like, went, like, and he had his brain. It's, 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 like, it's like when that stuff's buffering, and it keeps on turning. <laughs> There was a long rope between the cart and the horse. <laughs> there wasn't no rope, buddy. <laughs> the whole thing was <laughs> It's just like the chain had no link to it. <laughs> it, it, it was kind of like that. There was a car and the wheel passed up the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to his brain. Right That's what happened to my yeah, brain. Yeah, you were froze. You were trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, All right. Yeah, my brain had to catch up with the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wheel passed. <laughs> I'm uh, really interested to hear that topic now. <laughs> oh, a merry heart do it good like a medicine. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we got to advance, but I'm just I'm thinking of Bo because we were all looking at Bo and Bo is like, <laughs> it, it's like, it's like, like you can see the light bulb on top. Ding, yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. And, and then it blew up. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> it blow fuse. It blow fuse. It burn all the wires. <laughs> oh, anyway, there was some blockage in there. Was some oh, Lord, it was blo- <laughs> Uh, it was a volcano going off. It was a good blockage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, were, we, 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 we all work differently. Yeah, we all real professional on this show, man, you know. Oh, yeah, we got it all just me that ain't professional, and I'm a nutcase. <laughs> uh, it's hey, all this for is, fun. This is, Bo is making up for him not being here last week. Yes, I have uh, to make up for what I missed last week. Yeah. And he doing a good Glad job. Right, I got to get, the, I gotta get the people's mind off of what y'all talked about last week and get on this. <laughs> <laughs> they might need to. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we got enough trouble. <laughs> yeah, Russia blowing up Ukraine. Yeah, we got enough trouble. Yeah, you're right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, we got we got some trouble in the Middle East right now. Well, not no, that's Europe. So, but uh, anyway, on that note, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into our topic, which Aubrey is going to be leading tonight. And Aubrey, start the discussion so we can have uh, have a good conversation here, man. All right, let's dive in. All right, today we're talking about John chapter 3, where Nicodemus and Jesus spoke together. So, at the beginning of the story, Nicodemus realized that Jesus had performed a miracle that no one else could do. And so he was really interested to see, like, who is this man? And so he, uh, it wasn't popular to, uh, to talk to this, this preacher Jesus because it was, um, very, uh, what would you call that? Un, 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 unpolitically correct. Unpolitically correct. You got to realize in chapter two, it was not Jesus, popular. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus does the the wedding, uh, the turning water into wine, and then he goes ahead and flip tables at the at the uh, temple. at the temple. So that's like going into a church and flipping all their tide boxes all over the place. <laughs> so that, that's, that's kind of not that's not kind of not popular in the church. That's really making the religious people mad. Yeah. 
so Nicodemus had to be uh, hush hush about it. He he wanted to he wanted to know who this Jesus guy was, but he didn't want the uh, the uh, people talking uh, bringing him into conversation about oh he's meeting with with random kooks nuts and people that he shouldn't. But uh, but Nicodemus knew where he should be, and so I'm going to start out with. Uh, some passage from John chapter 3. Jesus and Nicodemus. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. And he said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou dost except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So Jesus' opening statements to to Nicodemus was, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so Jesus starts out with saying that it's not enough to to have the physical birth, but you need a second birth. You Mm -hmm. need to in a sense, come alive again. But Nicodemus doesn't understand. He said, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus tries to clarify this uh, this second birth. So the first birth is a natural birth, and the second is a spiritual birth, being born of water and then being born of the Spirit. Jesus also says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be be me. You must be born again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst tell where it cometh, whence it cometh, and whither it goes. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. And so I'll stop right there. So Jesus is trying to explain that the 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 entrance to the kingdom of heaven is not physical. It's not about you know all these things in the world but it's the spiritual aspect that that helps you enter into the kingdom first he said you have to be born again to see it and then you then he said you have to be born of water and the spirit to enter into the kingdom so jesus is trying to to get nicodemus to understand that there's more to the the kingdom of god than just the physical realm mm. Right. Well, and you look at Nicodemus. I want to bring something out I just thought about. Yeah. Because listen to how verse two says when uh, Nicodemus talking said, "Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him." Nicodemus was looking at the signs. He wasn't really looking at the spiritual aspects of what Jesus, who Jesus was, and we know that. Um, looking into Jewish history, boy, you can help me out with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. They 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 read Hosea. They not yeah. They read Hosea. They read Amos. They read Isaiah. They read Jeremiah. They read all the prophets, and they were waiting for this great warrior to come. They were, mm-hmm. and that's where Nicodemus, I think, was kind of confused about this. He saw the signs and wonders, but he wasn't seeing this as the Messiah. Okay, they were the Jewish people were looking more for a sign. Mm-hmm. And Jesus took, and y'all let me know if y'all agree, Jesus took him away from the signs to the spiritual side of it. Mm -hmm. He was basically telling him, hey, it's not, as Aubrey said, it's not about... Oh, the physical. Yeah, the physical stuff. Physical manifestations, but... And look, the miracles that Jesus did, come on, you can't lie. This man, the man that's the Lord of the heavens and the earth, just turned water into wine. We don't know how many miracles he did between the wedding of the wedding at Canaan and to chapter three of John. Mm-hmm. He could have done a few more miracles in between that because 
a lot of people talk about the different translations and uh, not the translation, the different testaments, why they don't all line up and stuff. You have four different people, two were uh, eyewitness account, two was what they heard. So they, they're going to be different. Mm-hmm. But Jesus took him to the meet of them saying, look, hey, truly, I say unto you, unless you're born again, you're not going to heaven. So all the signs you see, all the wonders you see, it's not going to profit you nothing unless you come to the saving knowledge of what I can do, what I did on the cross. Well, the thing you got to realize with the Jewish people, they were looking more like Jesus. I mean, Jesus did came from the line of King David, but the way they were looking, they were looking for a warrior type. They were looking for someone who's going to be like David or someone who's going to be like a great warrior who's going to fight off the Romans. It's like the other great heroes in the past did, like their judges, like Samson did. and you know. So they were looking more like Jesus was going to be in that type of rim. Yeah, so like Jesus, a conqueror. Right, but yeah. Jesus actually, he he throws him off the rim, kind of speaking. He does it totally. Yeah, he throws him off the track. And, of course, he will be a warrior. I mean, at this time when Jesus was on earth, he came more as a lamb. But, of course, yeah. in the end times, he will come back as a lion. So he will come as a warrior because scriptures made it clear he will be a warrior but not at that time and not what they were expecting. So Jesus, that's why they couldn't, the religious figure, the Jews and religious people well, and, couldn't and figure him out. That's why Jesus, we, we're going to go into later on, but that's why he told Nicodemus, you, know, you don't understand this. Nicodemus was just, he was a teacher, he was a ruler. He should have known all this. Mm-hmm. You got to realize, and, you know, Jewish people would go ahead and quote scriptures all the time. They would go ahead. Boogie, you said something a while back about the wailing wall that mm-hmm. the, the Jewish people are so religious that they don't yeah. they don't turn their back to the holy places. That's right. That's right. They don't even turn because they don't want to turn their back to a holy pl- temple that was so, destroyed. But and look, and that, that goes back to we talked about this a few weeks ago about the law. Uh, the Jewish people wanted to be so holy that they added more laws to themselves so they can try to keep the laws that God provided. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 600, I think 60 some laws and they added they added, double to that. So, and that the, the people might understand, well, why Nicodemus was maybe, why he was maybe confused or why he didn't fully understand, but that that's, that's what it was. Nicodemus, they added so much to the law that it, it, it wasn't profiting nothing. Well, the thing is, you know, it's hard when you're a religious person. I mean, there's a big difference. You have a relationship and, uh, and, uh, and and uh, you know a ritual, a relation, uh, yeah. yeah. It comes where it's almost like law is is legalistic. You know, it's it's law, law, law. Like I heard one guy said, and he's right. What's bad about people who are legalistic? They go around the law, <laughs> or they find ways to go around it. Like Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, "You add the law, or you add things, but you won't add things. You won't do it yourself." So these they, they were very very. They're telling people you got to do this and do this. But behind the scenes, they weren't doing it. And, right. and you study false religion or occults like I do. It's amazing how Jesus told the Pharisees that, uh, you, you know, uh, in, your, in your tombs, you'll look all beautiful and nice. But inside, you're full of, bones. Yeah, because false religion will do that. You know, they look pious. They look holy. They look like they're the meekest people on earth. But when they're behind closed doors, I mean, they're, they're, they're for themselves. It's kind of like kind of politician type thing, you know. And on... Um, uh, Bowen, you have something before I move on to this next uh, point? Yeah, uh, let me let me just touch on something real quick. Or if it's talking about spiritual and born water and whatever. But I'm looking at something right here. And Je- Jesus, and listen to this. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So from what I'm reading right here, I'm kind of reading some notes. When a person is born again, when a person is born again spiritually, he becomes as a child unto God. He becomes as a little children, as a little child. Yeah, In other words, like his faith, childlike faith, childlike yeah, yeah. faith, and that's what we have to be like. We have to have that childlike faith, and we have to believe God, mm-hmm. no matter what the situation is, no matter where we at. We have to believe God and stand on God's word. That's all I wanted to share. It's just something I was looking at because, like he said, 
as a child, you you become like the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You are, you know, God treats his children, you know, like they, like, I don't know how to say it. I can't put things we're in babes. words. We're babes in Christ. Yeah, we're babes in Christ. We're, we're, we're helpless, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to look at that like that. So when you convert it spiritually, when you're, when you're born again, that's what you become. You become a child. You become a new creature. You're a newborn baby, and you don't know nothing. So God has to teach you everything. God has to show you everything. So in other words, you have to walk by faith. And yeah. that's all I wanted to share. I and, don't know. Uh, that's that's really good. It ties in really well. And uh, w- whenever you are, are born again of the Spirit, you have to have the humility. Right. As, as you got to be humble. You got to yeah. be humble. Well, and that, that's you can't why, think you know all, all and that you should, like uh, why, Nicodemus and the law. Yeah, that's why Jesus you said that line, you must be born again. Yeah. Because, you know... It, it's hard, as a, especially as a new believer, you should want to go ahead and um, soak up as much as possible the word of God to learn. And that's what a babe, a baby does. Look, my my daughter's just turned a year old right now, and she's learning how to walk, and she's soaking up everything. She's yeah. learning all kind of stuff, and that that's how we should be. You know, we we start out as a baby, we start growing, we might crawl, then we're gonna start walking, right. and we start getting more mature. And, and that's that's what that's why Jesus said you must be born again, which he gets into that later on. And uh, I don't know if Aubrey's ready to move on to that next point, but the next point's pretty good too because Nick Nemus does pose a question to Jesus, and Jesus has to answer him and tell him, "You should know these things." Basically, yeah. So uh, since since you're bringing that topic up, I'm gonna go ahead and read um, from verse nine on down. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said to him, Thou art a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we, we speak that we do what. We, I'm sorry. That's that King James Bible doing that to you. <laughs> <laughs> we speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen. And ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, then you believe not. How shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he hath came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come in, into the world. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doth evil hath the light. Neither, for every one that doth evil hath the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. So that's that's a lot uh a lot for for Nicodemus's one answer. He asked Jesus like how, how is this even possible? And so he Jesus really wanted to to share heavenly things with him, but Nicodemus couldn't get past the earthly things. And so Jesus pretty much lays out the the foundation on believing in the spiritual truths rather than just trusting what your eyes can see. And so you're looking for right there. Okay. So uh back to verse 11. Jesus said, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know 
and testify that we have seen and you receive not our witness. So it's uh, it's like in that other passage where where Jesus says, uh, you see, you, you believe because you see, but how could you believe what you don't see? And so uh, right here, Nicodemus doesn't even believe the things that he can see with his eyes. Mm-hmm. So how could he believe in the things that he can't see? Well, it, it goes down to Nicodemus, and we know later on in Scripture, Nicodemus wasn't religious no more, but basically he was blind by his religion, basically. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's the same thing as with Thomas. When, when Thomas wasn't there mm-hmm. and Jesus appeared to the apostles where they were all gathered together, and he walked in, and, and all the apostles seen him. But when Thomas walked in, they told Thomas, they said, we seen the Lord, Thomas. We seen the Lord. The Lord was here. And Thomas said, I won't believe it until I see him. Well, when Jesus appeared at the time that Thomas was there, mm-hmm. and Thomas saw him, and he said, Thomas, put your finger in my holes, the prints in my hands, and put your finger in my side. And Thomas realized that he was standing before the Lord. He said, the Lord, my, my God, my Lord, and he fell on his knees mm-hmm. because he believed in what he could see, but he couldn't believe what he couldn't see, which was Jesus. So in other words, he didn't believe that Jesus had really come and seen the apostles, you see? But when Jesus yeah. appeared before him, he believed because he saw him. You know, it's just like Jesus said, you believe because you saw Thomas, but blessed are those that haven't seen and yet believe. So in other words, it's just like us four guys sitting here, even Lloyd, we're sitting here. We haven't seen Jesus. We have never seen Jesus. But Jesus said, blessed are those that haven't seen and believe. That's a spiritual lesson. You have to realize that that is a spiritual thing. We are believing in somebody that we have never seen. The only thing that we know is what his word says to us. That's the only thing that we know. We, we don't believe by, by the physical manifestation. Right. That's what I'm saying. We don't believe, you know, because we never seen him. You know, Thomas never saw him. So Thomas didn't believe. But when Thomas saw him, Thomas believed. You understand what I'm saying? So it, it's the same thing. People believe in what they can see, but people will never believe in things that they cannot see. In other words, you got people in this world that don't believe there's a heaven, but we believe there's a heaven because the Bible tells us so. We believe that there's a hell to gain if you don't believe in Jesus. Well, some people don't believe there's a hell or heaven. So it's a spiritual thing, you know. People just don't believe in things they can't see. But when they do believe, it's too late sometimes. Mm. And you know, I was thinking about something today. Remember in the in the book of Kings, when uh, when Elijah was in that city, and the, and the and his servant comes, the Syrians are surrounding us. You know, and he prays, "The Lord, open the young man's eyes." Yep. And he opened his eyes. Yep. He saw the whole horse. You know, he saw the chariots of God. He yep. said, "Oh, I see the chariots of God." It's amazing how if many people, if they can just God can, if they can just glimpse into the spirit world. A glimpse into spiritual things, you'd be surprised how much people would be amazed, you know. And, you know, when he saw they said, oh, wow, the Syrians are in trouble, not us, yeah, you know. That's right. Well, and, and going back to Nicodemus' quote, because, look, if you, if you study all chapter 3 and just this whole meeting in general, there's a lot of meat here. Um, when Nicodemus said to, to, uh, to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? That poses a question. Like we said earlier, Nicodemus was a ruler of Israel. He wasn't just a ruler. He was a teacher of the law. He he probably knew the Bible better than most people in Israel. But he still couldn't. He, he didn't understand basic truth that Jesus was telling him. Because it was spiritual. Yeah, it was spiritual. And like we said earlier, you know? he was looking for signs. So when when Jesus, like I said, Jesus, he he was he wanted to hear about why Jesus was doing the signs, and Jesus brought out the gospel to him. He's like, "Wait, how can a person be born of water and head of the spirit? Do they have the moon? And that's when Jesus, I don't know if Jesus was shocked. I don't think he was, but you get what I'm saying. It sounds like Jesus was like, "You serious?" That would be the equivalent of someone. I, I think me and you were talking about this at practice on Sunday morning. Hmm. Is the same? It's same like me going to a church. And hearing the pastor, and I tell a pastor some basic gospel truth or some basic in the Bible, he's like, oh, you serious? And I'm, you're a pastor of a church, and you don't know the basic truths of the gospel? Mm. And what's sad is there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of pastors like that today. 
There's not a lot of pastors that study God's word. And you start bringing them up basic truth. Look, look I'm going to even use for example. I know it might make some of my Pentecostal friends mad. But when Jesus said um, in verse 5, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of the water and, of, and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Basic truth right there. And look, it's it's, it's, it's common. You, when you're born, you have water basically coming out of the mama's wound mm-hmm. and after birth and all that. And then if when you're born again, you're born of the spirit. God regenerates you. That's two separate births. Yeah. Pentecostals will say, oh, no, that's not a physical birth. That means you got to be baptized and then you got to mm-hmm. be come up out of the water speaking in tongues. Nowhere mm-hmm. in scripture. Wrong. But that's common understanding of God's word. But there's there's a twist on just that one scripture. But what, what they, and it's what, not. Yeah. What, what most people don't realize what Jesus is doing there. Jesus was using a symbology right there. He was using Yeah, he symbols. was using it as a symbol. Yeah, yeah. But, but you get what I'm saying, though, Boogie? There's yeah. denominations that build their whole doctrine oh, I, I know. I off so. of this one verse. It's the same thing with Acts 2.38, uh-huh. where they say, uh, uh, when Peter said, repent and be baptized for the remission of your sins. They oh, yeah. build a whole doctrine oh, yeah. out uh-huh. of that, and they don't go ahead and look at the spirituality of it, which I like how Aubrey's bringing this out oh, right or, here. Or they don't get other scriptures that, you know. That yeah, get, well, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing. It, Nicodemus was a ruler and he didn't understand what jesus was saying that's why jesus was like you you're you're a ruler and a teacher and don't know this stuff that is basic so nicodemus was first drawn to jesus by the things that he did by the signs right yeah by the signs and the the miracles he was performing but he didn't understand that there was a a spiritual element to it let me read you something okay this might tie into what y'all talking about i'm just gonna read this and then y'all can do what y'all want but it says this, because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, for God had shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse." So in other words, what he's saying is we see the things that God made, but yet, you know, the way it's explaining that we see creation, we see the things that are visible, but we don't see the things that are invisible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a spiritual world on the other side of this world. This world's not here mm-hmm. forever, but there is another world besides this world that we got to look at. That's right. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's that's the I think that's a lot of issues in the world today. Especially a lot of atheists. They, well, we got to see the facts. We got if we can't touch it. Look, in, going back to that, uh, Jesus even said that in verse eight, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from and where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Yep. It, it, you, you're born. A lot of people don't see the spiritual side of being born again, but that now that's where baptism does play a, a role in it. It shows the world the. Uh, an example of what happened in the spirit, but you you have you. Jesus is saying, "Look, the wind, the wind blows. You don't know where that wind's coming at, and that that's what a lot, a lot of people want a physical." Um, you hear, like I said, you hear a lot of atheists say that. Well, if I could see God face to face, I'll believe in Him. God can come and give you a lollipop, and you still wouldn't believe Him. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. They, they want to see physical evidence, but in reality, a lot of people that are acting for physical evidence are not gonna are not gonna understand the spirit and not gonna want the spirit to begin with. Right? Was it possible Paul to say that those who are not of the spirit won't understand? Won't understand you won't understand the, the spiritual things? things. The no, that's right. And that's look, right. like I said, I, I believe Nicodemus later on in life came to that realization of the spirit you think he got saved well it's obvious and uh um i think at the end of john he's the one well luke yeah i know john the end of john John, and all the gospels and john and uh, i think it's in luke so he actually gave his life to the lord some people yeah some people believe he did yeah Yeah. and and look yeah but this was after jesus was crucified probably he did yeah Yeah. 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 but but even goes to that in john you remember nicodemus stood up for jesus the religious leaders oh yeah i remember that yeah uh, yeah yeah and and he he said something about yeah yeah, these things are from god 
you know, it's going to prove itself. If it's not from God, it's going to fall or whatever, whatever he said. He said something. I yeah, know I'm what looking you're talking for it about. right now. But yeah, I, I he, know what you're talking about. He stood, yeah, he, did, he stood up and defended Jesus. He did. Yeah. He stood up. And, and there's a lot of there's a lot of questions of what Nicodemus. A lot of people think he followed Christ while he was a rabbi. Mm. So you don't you don't we you don't, don't know. Really, we, we don't, don't really know. know. We don't have the scriptures to 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 back it up or the scriptures are not not clear on it but on that well, at least that one incident it showed him saying well yeah. if this is of god you won't better even you won't be able to stop it you won't be able to stop no none of this but stuff. if it's not of god it's going to fall to the ground and i mean yeah. it's not going to go on you know but but it, it just shows I, I guess a condition of what I, I don't know if this is the line we're going with but no, this, go ahead. I'm, this uh, this I'm, is this is the line of like I said, a lot of people not Nicodemus not understanding this. First off, Nicodemus was looking for something, um, looking for a sign, looking for something physical. Jesus didn't break, keep him on the physical; he took him on the spiritual realm. When Jesus threw him for the spiritual realm, he didn't understand the spirit, and Jesus had to tell him, "You being a ruler, don't know these things." And Nicodemus had to come to a realization: Wait a minute, everything I've been taught. Everything that I've been looking for might be wrong. I, I don't know. If, I, I've had that experience. I don't know about y'all, but you believe something for a while, and then you see something that throws that whole belief mm-hmm. out of whack. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened to Nicodemus right here. Nicodemus was like, "Wait a minute! I, I've studied the law all my life. Mm-hmm. I have a te- I have a guy that, that that that's telling me stuff that probably never went to seminary, never went to Bible college, never went to nothing like that. that let's say it like this." Nicodemus probably went to the best uh, Bible college out there. He went to the best <laughs> seminary. He was under uh, Billy Graham, Jimmy Swaggart, and uh, all Roberts all at once. So he had all the knowledge. You get what I'm saying? He had knowledge, but it was that's all it was was head knowledge. It wasn't it w- it wasn't applied spiritually to him. And uh, we have a lot of Christians and pastors like that. It's this book is a head knowledge to him, but it's not revealed to them in the spirit. spirit. Yeah, they not- they know it, but they don't apply it. That that's a good way to put it. Well, there's a lot of people. You can get, you get caught up in tradition. You get caught up in a ritual, but then, you know it, you come to the Christian disciplines. But then it comes to the part where there's no heart. There's no. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you're planting something. Arby knows what I'm talking about. You know he, you know he's in landscaping like I am. You know when you plant something, you know after all it will take root. You know on the ground. So uh-huh. a lot of Christians they're not rooted like they're supposed to be. You know, they just have a head knowledge, like you said, but it's not rooted in their heart. It's not rooted. They don't take the gospel like it's supposed to, you know. On the note of Nicodemus uh, defending Jesus, the Pharisees are talking about how uh, he's from Galilee. He was was, uh, not preaching right. And on verse 15, Nicodemus stands up. Uh, he, he it says Nicodemus, who had gone to him before, and who was one of them, said to them, "Does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does?" Then the other Pharisees replied to them, "Are you from Galilee too? Search and see that no prophet arise from Galilee." That should by the that, way that were they, wrong. Yeah, they they <laughs> that like, these, these are religious leaders that should know the Bible. They they didn't know what happened right there, but they were quoting falsehood right there, but. And they they threw Nicodemus. They they basically told him an insult. Oh, you're from Galilee because they didn't believe nothing good came from Galilee. I'd be like us. How many times you hear that? Oh, something good came out of Louisiana. It's, yeah. it's rare. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But so Nicodemus did def- did defend him. So we know from chapter three that Nicodemus did have some impact from this conversation. Uh, we who knows he maybe met Jesus multiple times or heard Jesus multiple times. And we, we just don't, don't, we don't, we just don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know from the records. But on on them. this on this part, as going back to our topic, yes, I, I believe there's a lot of Christians like that. They read this book, they study the Bible, and all they have is a head knowledge, and they don't apply it to their heart to live. Could look, and if y'all disagree with me, let me know. But. This book isn't just just a book. This is our walk of life. This is something mm-hmm. that we we have and we walk by to live I, a holy life with Christ. I always say the Bible is a road map to heaven. I've yes. always said that, yes. and that's what it is. It's if you compass, li- if yeah. you live by the Word of God, mm-hmm. you apply that Word to your life. You live by it and you obey it. It's going to lead you straight to the gates of pearl. Yes, it's going to yeah. lead you straight to heaven. A, a person, uh, you know, per, any person can be religious. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. A- anybody can be. Re- I can be religious. You know, I can be a religious person. I don't want to be religious. You know, I want to be true. I want to be true to the book and I want to be true to Jesus. So 
any person can be religious, read this book and be religious and, and, and stand and stand behind it to hide. But a true Christian is gonna obey this book and gonna live by it and gonna apply it to his life. That's what the Bible's about. And, and that's he, what the word of God is he, about. And if you look at this meeting, I think that's how Nicodemus was. I think that's what, that's De- what Nicodemus, Nicodemus wanted. Was. That's what he wanted. You know, he wanted I believe I believe in my heart, you know, we talking about Nicodemus. I believe truly in my heart Nicodemus wanted to live for Jesus. Mm. I really believe that. Okay? Now to know if he got saved or not, he probably did. You know, I don't know, but you know, according but to what y'all are saying and the way the way it comes out. Yeah. yeah, there's a good possibility he did get saved. But he know? was the one that also remember, he's the one that went in front of Pilate and said, Say, Can I have the body right, of Jesus? He, yeah. Which yeah. goes into the next part. Uh well Was that Nicodemus that did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. Nicod- okay. I think okay. it was Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Oh, was it, Joseph? And, it was Joseph. Yeah, it was yeah, Joseph. It was Joseph. But Nicodemus met Nic- him. It met him to yeah. have right. the body That's for right. yeah. the Jewish ceremony. Yeah, proper burial. That's right. And, right. the, and those two Pharisees was influenced by the yeah, Lord, by Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. But, but of course, they had some. And Jesus said that that you don't believe me because y'all want your positions. Well, it's not just that they yeah. didn't believe Jesus because they wanted to see signs and wonders. That, yeah. That's what it was all about. Well, well, believe- Jesus said. Jesus said. I believe. I believe it says that in the gospel. Jesus said, "Because you see, mm-hmm. you don't believe." You know, that's right. the ones that haven't seen. That is the ones that haven't seen that believe, because you know, like you had said this a while back, people want to see signs and wonders from God before they're going to believe Him. Why can't you believe God before you see signs and wonders? Because you got everything around you. You got the creation. You got you got the stars. You got the moon. You got the sun. You got the earth. You got the life. You got all the animals that live on this earth. What more do you need to prove to you that there is a God in heaven? Don't you know they came from a big bang, Bowen? <laughs> well, well, I tell you, you came what. Out of nothing. Yeah, came well, out of nothing. Well, if, that's the, if that's the case, I was there when Adam and Eve was created then. <laughs> you 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 hear when that but no but all, you, you you made sure God did it right huh? oh, yeah. <laughs> but but it goes to a point like like this though Kabuli just said something too about positions mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because all these uh, Nicodemus was the people he was talking to in chapter seven they always worried about Jesus taking their position on the high ranks or whatever and it, Jesus wasn't preaching nothing popular not to them at least they didn't like that. And they, yeah, they were doing the law. They were keeping people in check because of the law, but they were scared for their positions. Right. And and look, I don't believe in posi- well, I believe in positions. The uh, the evangelist, the teacher, the pastor, and the the fivefold ministry and all. But if if people and that's, I think the Pharisees felt a lot threatened because well, look, Jesus might take over our position. He might turn the people against us. He might go ahead and and do all that. And that that's why Jesus was a threat to them. And Nicodemus apparently didn't worry about it after chapter 3. I think it was more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, sir? Yeah, I I wanted to uh focus on another portion of chapter 3, um verses 20 and 21 at the end. It says for everyone that doth evil hath the light Hateth the light. Yeah. For everyone that doth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are wrought in God. So when Jesus talks about uh, spiritual birth, he there's a, an allusion to, uh, to how, how we ought to worship. So if you remember whenever Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman at the well, he told her that um, there, was no, there was no physical uh, temple that they ought to worship in, but they should worship in spirit and in truth. And so just as uh, Jesus says in this passage that uh, he that doth truth cometh to the light and his deeds may be manifest. So in the way that that you would come to the truth and come to the light the the same way you would you would be born again in the spirit yeah. go ahead go ahead go ahead finish your thought so whenever whenever jesus is uh is trying to explain to nicodemus being born of the spirit 
it's uh it's seeking the truth and seeking to to know what's what's be what's beyond the just the physical but the the spirit behind it uh another portion that uh, i wanted to say was jesus was trying to get nicodemus to understand more of his his character or his disposition or his countenance rather than just his deeds um you you spoke about the Samaritan woman, but there's a I think it was a Samaritan woman. I, I don't remember what it was, but there's a woman that came to the well to draw water. That's Samaritan yeah, woman, John chapter yeah, four. Her. And the Jesus asked the woman. He said, "Give me, give me, give me drink." And the woman said, "Samaritan women are allowed not allowed to give drink to a Jewish person." So in other words, Samaritans didn't have nothing to do with the Jews. They they couldn't mix with the Jews. Jesus said, "If you knew who you were giving drink to." You would never have to come to this well again. I'd give you a drink of something that you never have to drink again. Yeah, so the woman, water. the woman was the woman said, "How can you, how can you give me drink when you have nothing to reach the water with, nothing to catch the water with?" Jesus said, "What I'll give you is spiritual." You see, the woman was believing Jesus. Uh, the woman was thinking that Jesus was talking about physical water. Jesus was talking about spiritual water, which was the Word of God. He was going to give her something that she'd never thirst again. That was spiritually. And, you know, the woman realized at that time who Jesus was at yeah. that time. Yeah. You so know? just as uh, with the Samaritan woman, Jesus was talking about the the spiritual water rather than the physical, than the physical water. That's right. But he, yeah. he was he was also alluding to uh, the regeneration, regeneration yeah. of a life. So uh, yeah. he said that. If you would drink of this water, you'll you never, never thirst. thirst again. That's right. There you go. That's and he, right. And he was uh, offering her eternal life. Yes. And so the eternal life isn't about the physical, but it's about the, the spiritual. spiritual. And, and yeah. on, on oh, go ahead. You, you know how you're talking about the water that was symbol of the word of God. Right. Well, if you read, I think in the book of uh, Ephesians, uh, I think it's chapter five, verses twenty-six. When he says, by the washing of the water of oh, the word. There you go. So, you so, got so, it. So I was just thinking about that That's when right. he said That's it. That's in so, the book of Ephesians. That's yep, right. Yep. By the washing of the water of, of the, the word. word. Now That's watch. Right. So y'all bringing yeah. that out, which is bringing it to this. Because ultimately, Jesus was trying to show Nicodemus salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was trying to clarify because this is where we get the famous scripture, John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But I want to go back to the scriptures Aubrey just brought out. Read them very well. Let's read them very closely. For everyone who does wicked things hate the light and does not come to the light, lest his work should be exposed. If you're wicked, you're not going to love Jesus. No. Or you're not going to like the light. So, but... 21 said, but whoever does what, but who's, but whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Let's go to John chapter one, verse one to five. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And he was in the beginning with God. All things were made by, made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. Now listen to this next verse. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Man. The light shined in the darkness, and the darkness had not overcome it. So who's the light? You're just talking about the Word. We know Jesus in this uh, passage is the Word. He's the, he's the Son of God. That's, that's clear. He said, in the beginning was the Word. They're talking about Jesus, but Jesus also referred to as the light. So what, John, what Jesus was telling Nicodemus right here, all that I just told you, Nicodemus, all I told you about being born again, about being born of the water and the Spirit, um, about um, about the where to win, the sacrifice, the love of God comes to this. If you're for me or if you want to come to me, you're part of the light. You're going to you're going to get you're attracted to the light because you want salvation. But if a wicked person would see the light. They love darkness. They're going to turn around and go back to the darkness and not pursue the light because they're evil. And if you're a believer in Christ, you're going to love the light. You're going to want to be in the light. And that's basically what, basically what Nicodemus is saying. I mean, Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, it's not about the physical stuff. It's not about the signs. It's not about the wonders. It's about coming to Christ and being saved because I am the light. I am right. the word because you just mentioned Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Jesus is all these things, and we have to pursue Christ for his salvation and not 
pursue religion or all the other things we talked about tonight. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, though, I want to go back to something that most people don't realize. You know, they try to say, well, Jesus was saying that you got to be born of the water to be saved. And, and those who believe in water baptism for salvation. But you look how Jesus did it. He used symbolism to bring him to the cross. This whole chapter yeah, is about yeah, symbolism. Yeah, well, basically, think about he, of, he goes to Moses when he says when uh, Moses lifted the staff, that was a symbol of the cross and Satan defeated by the cross and stuff. And then he puts it John three sixteen. So Jesus is using parables and he's using he's saving the la- the, the best for last, kind of speaking. He's bringing them to what's the big part of the whole picture. So that's what you got to realize. Like he uses the wind. Uh, some people say, well, he wasn't using symbolism, but while he used the wind, that's the case. The wind blow on you. You save every time the wind, that's the case. Everybody would be saved because the wind blows every, every time uh, a lot. It depends what condition it is, but just to show you how ridiculous that could go. If somebody want to say that can be for salvation too, you know? So Jesus is using symbolism and parables in, in, in this part until he gets to the part of the cross. You know, yeah, that that's really good. And uh, even whenever he ends in, or whenever Jesus mm-hmm. stops speaking in uh, verses verse twenty one, he uh, refers to uh, he re- he refers to those who do truth. They come to the light, and uh, they they understand that their their actions are are mm-hmm. manifested by right. God. Right. So he uses light and darkness to to show that there's uh, a good a good spirit and a bad spirit and so if you're if you're born of the spirit then you understand where the light comes from and uh you'll you'll be able to walk in the light rather than to walk in darkness you can you can say whenever somebody understands the light they understand the spiritual aspect well, who is the light? See, that that's the thing. You point into the light. Jesus is the light, and that's what he was trying to... Cause like you said, Nicodemus, you, he was pointing to the light, and Jesus is referenced to as the light in, in this scripture right here. And that's what he was trying to tell Nicodemus. Hey, I'm the light. <laughs> that's, that's what you got to go with. You have some, Bo? I wanted to read something, but I don't know if it's going to tie in, bro. I mean... All you, can look- do, all you can do is bring it to the table. And- um... If it's not, I'll let you know. <laughs> you let me know? I'll let you, I'll let you know. All right. We'll sweep it I, off the I, table I, if it doesn't I just fit. want to read a little bit of this, and, and maybe it's going to tie in and maybe it won't, but that's why I brought my Dakes Bible. It helps me. For the preaching of the cross is too damn, that is, perishing foolishness. But unto us which oh, are see. saved, the it is the power of God. For it is written, I will... Destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the this this prudent of the world of the world? Had not God made foolishness the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God that by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jew required signs, the Greek were, the Greek seeked after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the, unto the Greek foolishness. But unto them which are called both Jews and Greek, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. But you read when you first started this, Nicodemus, okay, you read this, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter in the second time into his mother's womb and be born again all of this that i just read ties into that all of it the mm-hmm. preaching of the cross the is the thing that saves mankind yep. right the preaching of the cross is foolishness to those that don't believe mm-hmm. the preaching of the cross is the wisdom of god okay so you have to read this and you have to look at it and say 
Nicodemus was a man of the law. He did. He knew the law. He knew the first five books. But spiritually, he didn't know the spiritual things of God. Mm-hmm. You see? He didn't know the spiritual aspects of it. And that's why I kind of read this, because if you read this, and then you read what you just read when you started off, it ties into that. Mm-hmm. That's what Nicodemus was looking for, is what was right here. That's what he was looking for. And now that, that that's, that's after the cross. Yeah, but that's but after I, but, the cross, but, 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 but still. The point still is there, because... Like we said, Jesus was pointing Nicodemus to himself. To himself, that's right. Because that. he, he, he brings out being born again, and when he concludes, he, he wrapped it up by saying, look, I am the light. I, that's saying. right, and that's and why I it, read that. And, and look, he probably was pointing to the religious leader saying, listen, if they're in darkness, they ain't going to come after me. They're going to try to sway people away from me. I guess it but, wasn't wrong. I just didn't tell me I was wrong yet. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what people got to realize? You know, some people, they believe that, well, if I, if, you know, I'll be baptized to be saved, or I go to communion to be saved. Or I'll go That's follow. That's putting words into it. Yeah, That's yeah, not... yeah. Or you follow the Christian disciplines. You know, you, you're making your own salvation. You're making your own path. You know, or you try to say. And some they play it smart. They're like, well, yeah, uh, the cross was great, but there's other salvations. That's what you're saying when you do things yep. like that. And what people don't realize, you're you're making the cross of Christ non-effective. If if, when if you're that doing was the that. case, wrapping yeah. back to chapter three of John, mm-hmm. if that was the case, Jesus wouldn't have told him to be born again. Jesus would have said, "Hey, you know, you got to be born again. Then you got to do this. Then you got to do that." And that wasn't the case. Jesus but, said, well, "I is finished." But in chapter four, if you read it, you know people say, "Well, water can save you." But if you read in chapter four. Is Jesus' disciples that was baptizing people. Jesus did not baptize none. In chapter four. Yeah, in chapter four of John, when the the the, the first chapter, when they said that when uh they said uh, well, that's Jesus, the, no, that's the story of the uh, the Samaritan woman. Yeah, but it says in there that they were talking about that when Jesus was baptized, they said Jesus uh, didn't baptize oh, his yeah, disciples. To, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they said Jesus so. didn't, but his disciples baptized. Yeah. So, so Jesus, if baptism was for salvation, yeah, like many co- note, many yeah. people come com- say that he did with uh, John the ba- with uh, with Nicodemus, he would have been baptizing everybody. It is it's common sense. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. Man, guys, and people wonder if we have topics to talk about. Well, I think we covered like five topics in this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But, uh, Aubrey, you have any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Or yeah, I just wanted to uh, see if I could put this uh, together in a nice little bundle. So Jesus is trying to offer Nicodemus eternal life. He says in verse 16, everybody should know it here. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Here's the thing, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So he understands that Nicodemus is, is perishing without the spiritual side. Mm -hmm. And so he says, whoever believes on Jesus will not perish, but have everlasting life. So the, the spiritual aspect of believing in Christ and knowing that he is the door into the kingdom of God and realizing Jesus's role in redemption, not only of the physical, but the spiritual that gives us a gateway into the kingdom of God and eternal life. Yep. Amen. Good one. Amen. That's good. That's good. Good, Aubrey. Good. Good. All right, guys. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, Good job, everybody. Good job, as always. And um, remember to follow us on the devotion. Uh, After this, I am doing my devotion that's going to be on Tuesday night. I'm excited and blessed. Um, God is doing great things here. Brothers just searching, and we are growing, just not individually but as a group so that's spiritually i I think that's the most important thing so and i hope everyone that is listening is blessed by brothers just searching if you are please do us a favor um share this video with your friends if it has encouraged you we know it's going to encourage others so if you can go ahead and subscribe to us if you have questions leave them in the comments section on the YouTube side, or you can send us a message on Facebook, or you can email us at brothers just searching podcast at gmail.com. I know it's a long email, but if you want to reach us, that's the best way to reach us. If you 
want to be born again. I know we, we touched on that tonight that Jesus said, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must be born again. If you, if you are not born again and you want to know Jesus Christ, your personal savior, email us, message us, comment in the section of YouTube. We will team up with you and we will tell you how to make heaven your eternal home and make Jesus your eternal savior. And that is the goal of this podcast is not to be famous, not to be a big worldwide ministry. If that happens, thank the Lord. But if not, what we're doing here is effective for the kingdom of God. So that's our main goal is to win souls tonight. I just wanted to say for everyone listening, uh, you can start out with trying to uh, look past the physical. It, it's really easy with with people. You can you can mm-hmm. understand the spirit behind them. They're not just, you know, physical objects like uh, tables and chairs, but they have a, a spirit and they have emotions. And so if you could recognize somebody's spirit whenever they whenever they confront you, then you can you can start to understand what Jesus is pointing out. There's there's more to all of there's more to the kingdom of God than than just a, a building. That's right. right. That's right. So. All right, everybody, until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is still on the throne. He's coming back. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. Don't look at the news. Don't look at troubles that are happening. I know it's hard, but remember, Jesus Christ has overcome the world, and he's coming back, King of kings and Lord of lords. So until next week, be blessed, be encouraged, and we will talk to you guys and ladies next week.